0: Hare Krishna devotees, Dandavat Pranam, all glories to Srila Prabhupada and Guru Maharaj. Today we are so fortunate to, her, to have Her Grace Ram Tulsi Mataji from Maryland. And today Mataji will enlighten us on Srimad Bhagavatam, Canto 6, Chapter 4, Verse 40. Hare Krishna Mataji, Dandavat Pranam, please take over the call.
1: Hare Krishna, dear devotees, Dandavat Pranam, please accept my humble obeisances. All glories to Srila Prabhupada. Omagyana timarandasya, gyana gyana tasmaitri I was born in the darkest ignorance, and my spiritual master opened my eyes with a torch of transcendental knowledge. I offer my respectful obeisances unto him. So, I am. Nam Vishnupadaya Krishna Pastaya Bhutali, Srimati Bhakti Swaradhamada Swami Ichanamani, Nam Vishnupadaya Krishna Pastaya Bhutali, Bhakti Bhaktivedanta Swami Itinamini, Namaste Sarasvati Deva, Gorabani Prachavine, Nirvashesha, Sunyavari, Paschaj Shatari So I was looking at um uh, at the verse and I'm going to do text 40 and 41 because Srila Prabhupada did not write a purport to text 40. And the so, the way I was raised in ISKCON, like the old days, is where if there's no purport, we never gave class on that text. We just went to the one that Srila Prabhupada did the purport for. So, I'm going to do 40 and 41. Is that okay? 40s. Okay, text 40. Reading from Srimad Bhagavatam, Canter 6, Chapter 4, and this is text 40. Rupam Tan Mahad Ashavyam Vishakshagata Sadvasa Nanama Dandavad Bhumo prahistatma Prajapati. Seeing that wonderful translation. Seeing that wonderful and effulgent form of the Supreme Personality of Godhead, Prajapati Daksha was first somewhat afraid, but then he was very pleased to see the Lord, and he fell to the ground like a stick Dandabha, to offer his respects to the Lord. Text 41 Na kintana dirda muda apurita Translation, as rivers are filled by water flowing from a mountain, all of Daksha's senses were filled with pleasure. Because of his highly elevated happiness, Daksha could not say anything but simply remained flat on the ground. Purport by his divine grace Srila Prabhupada. When one actually realizes or sees the supreme personality of Godhead, one is filled with complete happiness. For example, when Dhruvamaj saw the Lord in his presence, he said Swamin Kritaya Smi Baramna Yashi from Chaitanya Chanamita Madhya Lila twenty two to forty two. My dear Lord, I have nothing to ask from you. Now I am completely satisfied. Similarly, when Prajapati Daksha saw the Supreme Lord in his presence, he simply fell flat, unable to speak or ask him for anything. Thus ends the purport of Shila Prabhupada. Jai. Namo Vishnupadai, Krishna Pastaya, Vrtale, Srimati Bhakti Vidanta Swami, Itinami, Namaste Saraswati Deva, Gauravani Prachayana, Nirvashesha, Sunyavadi Pachachachade, Shatarine. So. <coughs> Um, we're seeing over here that we're still with Daksha these are the prayers the Daksha has been reciting some prayers to the Lord and so now that the Lord is uh, before him uh, he's, he's surrendering his whole self to the Lord so I'll, I was thinking about the was saying it's all about having the Darshan of the Lord right? seeing the Lord so our, our scriptures, they are so unique in the world, right? Because uh, I don't know any of any other scripture where it gives a detailed, practical process by which anyone can purify his or her consciousness and see God face to face. I have not seen or heard of it in the Christian religion or the Buddhist religion or even in the Islamic religion. It's only the Vedas that give such a detailed process on how we can have Darshan of the Lord. Srila Prabhupada in his lecture in Los Angeles uh, in August um, 1972 I think it was, Srila Prabhupada explained one must actually be very, very eager to see God. One must be very serious and think, yes I I have been informed about God so if there is a God I must see him okay so this is how we pray and this is how devotees sadhakas, we think like this right we we go to the temple and we see the deity form of the Lord and we see Krishna in Srimad Bhagavatam in Bhagavad Gita in the stories when we go to pilgrimage we see Krishna in the places of pilgrimage and so we are hankering to, to one day have the darshan of the Lord right right there. I, I find that really unique in our literature because I don't, I've talked to other people from other faiths, and they have never, it doesn't give them a process of seeing the Lord, nothing like that, okay? Often people will ask, why, you know, why does Krishna just not just appear in this world, so everyone can see him. Now, that's an interesting thought. That you know, uh, and but why should Krishna do that? Because Krishna explains in Bhagavad Gita in 725, he says, uh, "I am never manifest to the foolish and unintelligent. For them, I'm covered by my eternal creative potency, yoga maya, and so the deluded world knows me not. Who am unborn and infallible?" So, yeah, I mean, you can't, we can't just have the darshan of the Lord if we don't purify ourselves. And the certain qualifications we have to imbibe, we have to exhibit for the Lord to come before us, okay? He's not just going to come before everybody and just give his darshan, you know? So some people might say, oh, uh, since Krishna was present on this earth, uh 5,000 years ago, right? He was here 5,000 years ago. Uh, and they they would say, uh, he was visible to everyone. Everybody could see him. The demons could see him and the devotees could see him. The The Kuru, uh, the Pandavas saw him. The Kauravas saw him. They can argue that Krishna was visible to everyone. Then why can't he be manifest to everyone now? But actually, we know, and, and Prabhupada says, That he was not manifest to everyone when Krishna was present there were only a few people who could understand him to be the Supreme Personality of Godhead so that's very important right I mean they could see Krishna but they couldn't understand that he was the Supreme Personality of Godhead only a few people for example uh, in the in the assembly of the Kuru dynasty and Yeah, when it was Shishapal that was speaking. Yeah, Shishapal was speaking, and he was speaking against Krishna, right? Uh, He didn't want Krishna to be elected the president of the assembly over there, and so he was uh, blaspheming Krishna and saying all these nasty things, and he could not understand the position of Lord Krishna. But Bhishma, Grandfather Bhishma, spoke up, and he supported Krishna. And he proclaimed him to be the supreme personality of Godhead. So, yeah, Krishna is in this assembly. Krishna is visible to everyone. So, they could see him, but they couldn't understand that he was the supreme personality of Godhead. They considered him to just be... uh, an ordinary person, I don't know what they considered him to be, but only a few people could understand that he was the supreme personality of Godhead. Similarly, the Pandavas, right? And a few others, they knew that Krishna was the supreme the Pandavas, although they were the very they were very intimate with Krishna, they were actually cousins of Lord Krishna and very great devotees and um, they shared an ex- a very loving friendship also so he wasn't revealed to non-devotees and the common man just because Krishna was present doesn't mean to say that they they all understood that he was a supreme person no, okay so well, therefore in the Gita Krishna says that but for his pure devotees all people consider him to be like themselves right He's only manifest to his devotees as the rest of all all pleasure. But to the others, to the unintelligent non-devotees, he was covered by his external uh, potency yoga maya. So even when Krishna was present on this planet in Vrindavan in India 5,000 years ago and was enjoying there with his coward friends and gopis, most people, they, they were covered with yoga maya. They could not understand that he was the supreme personality of Godhead. Okay? they they just thought he was. Even in the village of Vrindavan, Krishna was the darling, darling Krishna, like right? the darling of Vrindavan. Even mother Yashoda, my okay, she didn't understand. She did not know that that her son was the supreme personality of Godhead. She was she was covered with yoga. That was her son, her baby. She loved him. Okay? It was Vatsalya uh, Ras, and so parental, loving relationship. So she saw that as her baby, her son, and she wanted to protect him from uh, all danger, okay? So that doesn't mean that she wasn't. She, she, of course, she and Nanda Baba are great devotees to have Krishna as their son, right? They are. They are exalted Vaishnavas. But at that moment, if they knew Krishna was the Supreme Personality of Godhead, um, they would, their relationship with Krishna would be completely different. But because they accepted Krishna as their son, as their baby, as the darling of Vrindavan, of their village, all the gopis and cowherd boys, right, the gopas and the gopis, the older gopis, older gopas, they all loved Krishna. Because he was the center of their lives over there, okay? So, to see Krishna is one of the symptoms of an advanced devotee. Ev- every devotee really wants to see Krishna, okay? Sri Rupa Goswami, he calls it samud it Kanta. It's the intense hankering to see Krishna, which is, which is the symptom of a bhakta. Okay, we all, we go to the temple and even in our prayers, one day our chanting also, one day we are hoping that we will be fortunate to be given the darshan of the Lord, right, the physical darshan of the Lord. Um, What, I mean, what is the cause of this hankering? Okay, the the cause of this hankering is the mercy that we get from the Guru we have the strong desire to see Krishna, okay? This is from Srimad uh, Bhagavad Gita says that it's the mercy of the guru, okay? And we can see it's the mercy of Srila Prabhupada, right? And mercy of our guru there. That they have, uh, the knowledge is coming down from them, passed down through the disciples succession. So with that knowledge, the we are now eager, we are anxious, and we hanker to see the Lord, okay? Uh, for example, while um, we t- remember, uh remember Gopakumara, the, the bhakta from, uh, from Briyad Bhagavad Gita? Uh, She's Sanatana Goswami. He wrote that book. And he says that uh, Gopakumara is intense eagerness to see Krishna arose from two things, Okay? By following the instructions of advanced devotees, number one, and by the strength of his service to his Diksha Mantra, okay? So, we have that too. We, we have um, the, the instructions from Srila Prabhupada and our Guru so we can follow those instructions. And also, we are faithful to our chanting of the holy name, okay, the Maha Mantra. A mantra so that if we chant sincerely and faithful to that mantra okay, Krishna one day will reveal himself to us. So we saw in the book uh, in this book that she Shri, uh, lists the Martin Goswami wrote that Bobva eagerness to see Krishna impelled him to travel all over the universe searching for Sri Madan Gopal, the beloved of the heart, he was never satisfied with any post or position without seeing Gopal, right? So, if we receive the Guru's mercy and become eager to see Sri Krishna, then nothing will prevent it from happening. I mean, yearning to see Krishna face to face arises in the heart, right? According to to our degree of attraction, attachment, and love for Krishna. It is natural to, it is natural that, that so that because we are chanting, we serving the Lord, okay, we are uh, attached to the Lord, to service, to his devotees. It is natural for us to want to see Krishna when we are trying to remember to serve and love right now and love forever, right? It is so natural for us to have that angry. Um In the praise of Queen Kunti. Uh, you no, know, even even you know sometimes it's difficult. You, we, we read and we think, well, why doesn't everybody understand that Krishna is the Supreme Personality of Godhead? Okay, because we saw when Krishna was on the planet 5,000 years ago, uh, we, saw, we saw in the Kuru uh assembly, that Shishapal was one of them that couldn't understand that Krishna was uh, the Supreme Personality of Godhead, right? So... But Krishna, even 5,000 years ago, he covered everybody with his yoga maya, okay? Because even when he was in Vrindavan, India, he was enjoying with his cowherd friends and his gopis, okay? Uh, But most people then also couldn't understand that Krishna was the supreme personality of God. Even we saw with uh, Lord Brahma, right? He, the pastime with Lord Brahma, when he stole... um, the cowhead boys and the calves, okay, and also with Lord Indra, the the Govardhan pastor, they became confused and they could not recognize Krishna as the supreme personality of Godhead. So even demigods become confused. So what to speak of us, right? Mere mortals, we have a long time to go before Krishna can reveal himself to us but we are also we are not on the platform of these demigods like we don't hold any position we are just we should just be humble devotees striving and hankering to see the lord so in a way our position is i think is slightly better than these demigods because We don't hold any position, so we don't become envious of Krishna. Hopefully, we're not envious of Krishna. And we are just hankering to see the Lord. Even Queen Kunti, in the prayers of Kunti in the Srimad Bhagavatam, it is said that the Lord is covered by the curtain of yoga maya, and thus ordinary people cannot understand him. Kunti prays, Oh, my Lord, you are the maintainer of this entire universe and devotional service to you is the highest religious principle. Therefore, I pray that you will also maintain me. Your transcendent form is covered by yoga maya. The brahma jyoti is the covering of the internal potency. May you kindly remove this glowing effulgence that impedes my seeing your eternal form of bliss and knowledge. So this is how we should be praying, right? We should pray that you remove uh, we don't we don't want to see Krishna as Jodi. We want to see his eternal form of bliss and knowledge. Okay, Queen Kunti, she knew she knew. Although Krishna was her nephew and very connected in her life, but she knew Krishna was the supreme personality of God. Okay, these these praises I mention everywhere. Uh, we we even see with. Uh, In in Bhagavatam we see it all the time. Uh, It's in the like even in the Gita we see it. Okay, this Yoga Maya uh, is is mentioned in the 15th chapter of the Gita. In we see that the 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 Lord is the supreme personality of God is in his transcendental form of bliss and knowledge is covered by the eternal potency of Brahma Jyoti. And the less intelligent impersonalist cannot see the Supreme on this account, okay? So we are very fortunate that we have knowledge about the Lord. And we're so fortunate that Srila Prabhupada came and gave us this knowledge, okay? And now it's passed down to the supplic succession and our gurudevs are also coming in the line of Srila Prabhupada and passing this knowledge down to us, Okay? So so how can we see God? Now we look at um Daksha, the praise of Daksha and, and what about little Dhruvamaj, right? Srila Prabhupada mentions Dhruvamaj. Well we know Dhruvamaj, okay, he was um he was just a little boy, five years old and he wanted to sit on his father's lap but he's Mother said, "No you cannot because you did not take birth from my womb. So he goes to his mother Suniti right, and she says, What can I do? I'm not the favorite queen of your father, but you can serve uh, the supreme personality, take shelter of him. And so he asks, well, where can I go find the Lord? And she says, In the forest without thinking, and she didn't think her son would go off to the forest, right. And that's what Juva did. He went off to the forest, five years old, and meditated. Now, he, when he went to the forest, he had one idea, and that was to see the Lord, but he also wanted to petition the Lord for a planet, for something greater than what his father had, okay, because he was so angry, and he wanted to be greater than his father, So Narada Muni was his guru, right? Narada Muni came and uh, met with him in the forest, and he counseled him and told him what he should do. So he did. uh, He followed the instructions of Narada Muni. And when the Lord, Lord Vishnu, came in front of him, he completely forgot that he wanted something material, and he surrendered to the Lord. He was completely satisfied with the darshan of the Lord. I'm right, very, very satisfied with the darshan of the Lord. So, <clears throat> <clears throat> <clears throat> so, 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 um, so, even, like we see with Daksha, with, uh, with Juba, um, in Srimad Bhagavatam, the stories are there, the instructive stories, okay, how we should pray and how we should hang up to see the Lord. So, I really, we have to, we have to pray that I really want to see the Krishna, Krishna, but how and when will that ever be possible? Okay, how can we see that? So, eagerness for Krishna doesn't come easy. It is our consciousness, okay, where... Whereas we are constantly thinking of pleasing Radha and Krishna. If there's any other desire in our heart, intense eagerness cannot arise over there, okay? Our hearts have to be completely cleansed of any other material desire. Our hankering has to be so intense that our eagerness will petition the Lord to come before us, okay? Eagerness is the very life force of devotion. It, even Srila which helps the devotee attain perfection. Without eagerness, there is no taste in our endeavors. Even Srila Prabhupada says, Utsava, right? It's enthusiasm. It has to be there. It's so important. To Srila Prabhupada, he refers to this eagerness. As a as a prerequisite for seeing Sri Krishna, okay? And I looked up the word eagerness last night, and the dictionary says that strongly wanting to have something is eagerness. So it's we strongly want to see the Lord before us, right? We we chant when we are chanting, we should be chanting in such a way that the Lord is. Uh, we should be crying out for the Lord and for his mercy. Okay? When we're chanting, we should be thinking of nothing else <clears throat> but thinking of Krishna. Our mind shouldn't be going here and going there. We should bring our mind just to the Lord because okay? we, want, we want to have that eagerness to see Krishna. Because without, eager, without eagerness, there is no taste in our endeavors. Okay? Whatever we do, there will be no taste. We won't have any attraction in, in any of our endeavors in spiritual life, right? <clears throat> we have to be eager. We could be just sitting there chanting mechanically and thinking, okay, I'm just going to get my rounds done today, right? I just want to get them done. I have to do other things or my mind is racing. Oh, I have to do this. After I finish my rounds, i got to go do, there. We have those two hours, we should just give it to Krishna. Two hours, just give it to Krishna and pray to Him, okay, that one day we will get His Darshan. Sri Krishna Das Kaviraj says the main quality of complete eagerness is that one always desires to see Krishna, okay, always. So while we're chanting, that should be our prayer, okay that, my Lord, please engage me in your service, and one day, hopefully, the Lord will appear before us because we are eager to serve him and eager to have his darshan. Eagerness is so important, that Srila Prabhupada said, eagerness is the price for achieving success in Krishna consciousness. This is the nectar of devotion. So, just think about it. Eagerness is the price for achieving success in Krishna consciousness. So that's so important. As an example of one with eagerness, we can, uh, we can look at both a Mangala Chakras prayer. There's some wonderful prayers in Bhagavatam by some great, all these great personalities, okay? Where he says, I'm eagerly waiting to see that boy of Vrindavan whose bodily beauty captivates the whole universe. With eyes abounded by black eyebrows, expanded like lotus petals, and who eagerly glances at his devotees. Krishna's eyes are always moist and the lips are copper colored. Through Sham's lips comes a sound vibration which drives one madder than a mad elephant. I want so much to see Krishna in Vrindavan. This prayer of Mangala Thakur's prayer is so beautiful, and we know the story of Boba Mangala Thakur, right? He was, he was once, um, he was a very rich person, the son of, came from a Brahmin family, from a wealthy Brahmin family, but he became attached to a prostitute, and gave up all good, good thinking. He had a wife, he had a family. But he gave that all up because of this prostitute. Uh, but this prostitute, eventually she became his guru because she, one day, he went through so much to get to see her. And when he got there, she said to him, you, you, you are coming through so much to come and see me. Just dedicate your life to Krishna. Okay. The, mas- the eagerness to see me you should be eager to see Krishna in that way. And um, so he he went off and he wanted to do that. But then he also, later on, he, a friend of his, he saw the wife of one of his friends and he was lusting over her and he wanted to enjoy her. And so when he did come before her, he realized that this is not... Perfection of life and what he's doing is wrong. So he asked for uh, happens and he poked his eyes out because he knew that was the cause of his lusty desires. So you can imagine him doing that, okay? And then he became this great devotee of the Lord, and his prayers are so touching and so beautiful. If you get a chance to read his prayers, it's so sweet, and it's how Krishna comes and and is. Every day Krishna comes and gives him his Darshan and gives him shelter because he's out there chanting, okay? And his place are so incredibly beautiful. Srila Prabhupada says one can see Krishna in his heart, okay? So there's different ways we can see Krishna while we're waiting for the physical darshan of Krishna, okay? We we go to the temple. We see Krishna in his deity form, right? Uh, when we read Srimad Bhagavatam, we can, we can see Krishna in Srimad Bhagavatam. Srila Prabhupada also, uh, and, and we read in Krishna's book, right? The 10th canto, especially when you read Srimad Bhagavatam, especially the 10th canto, you are seeing Krishna face to face, okay? And when you go into the temple and you see the deity, you are seeing Krishna face to face. Krishna is not just the statue of the veil. He's not just a beautiful sculpture. It's Krishna. The Lord is right there. Okay, For us, that's Krishna right there. And Srila Prabhupada also describes different factors leading to Krishna's darshan. Okay? He said eagerness is very important. That's the number one thing. Our attitude, our faith, our humility we have to be patient okay we have to have mercy <coughs> we have to have savor also and we have to be steady in our bhakti and in our bhajan um, we have to be and we have to have this either and for this this prama or this divine love okay Srila Prabhupada he does, Prabhupada illustrates these points mm-hmm. <coughs> in in different ways. For the like Prabhupada says, uh the deity, okay, he says who is the first first class yoga? Yogi. It is he who is always trying to see Krishna within the heart. <coughs> in our bhakti yoga we can teach this art of seeing Krishna within the core of the heart in one minute. It is so simple. You are seeing Krishna here as deity. You must try to keep that impression of Radha Krishna's meeting within your heart always. This is from a lecture from Srila Prabhupada. I'm just going to go over through some um, quotes that Srila Prabhupada said, how we can see the Lord. Okay. From Krishna book. Prabhupada said, if you read Krishna book, Ten Canto, and if you believe, okay, we have to believe, we don't think it's mythology, then we can see Krishna. Krishna is not different from the book. This is also from a lecture Srila Papa gave on Chaitanya Chaitanya Okay, so just, just imagine, we have the deity, we have uh, the Krishna book, or Srimad Bhagavatam, our attitude K. Okay, Prabhupada talks about attitude. He says, the sincere attitude to be Krishna conscious will make you more and more advanced. And one day, Krishna will reveal himself to you face to face. This is a letter from Srila Prabhupada wrote to one of his disciples. So, our attitude is so important also. Uh, can you imagine, okay, Prabhupada says to the disciple of his that, your sincere attitude will make you become more and more advanced. And one day, Krishna will reveal himself to you face to face. Just imagine that. Huh? And then Prabhupada talks about prema. We have to smear our eyes with the ointment of love. Then Krishna will actually come in front of us. This is from a BTG article Prabhupada wrote in 1933 we have to smear our eyes with the ointment of love, then Krishna will actually come in front of us. Just think of that. It seems so simple, right? What Prabhupada has given us. But we have to do these things. We know that Srila Prabhupada was always seeing Krishna. Krishna was always there in front of Srila Prabhupada. Okay. Krishna is always present. When Krishna is pleased with your service and love, you will see Krishna. You will see yourself. You will see the whole world. Prabhupada wrote this to a disciple. Okay? When we develop love of Krishna, we will immediately see Krishna and faint seeing, Oh, here is my Krishna. Can you imagine? When we develop love of Krishna, we will immediately see Krishna and faint saying, oh, here is my Krishna. So this is from the teachings of Lord Kipala there. Uh, I think it's wonderful, okay? We are trying, we are on this path, and we are trying to come to that point. So when we see Krishna, just imagine. Just, can you imagine if Krishna comes in front of us like when he came in front of Dhruva, Maharaj, and Daksha? But patience, we have to have patience here, Prabhupada says. Prabhupada says, of course, it is good to be eager to see Krishna, but we should not become discouraged if we do not see him immediately. This is also from a BTG article. Okay, so we shouldn't think, oh, I've been chanting now for so many years. How many years I've been chanting and... I've been doing service, I'm going to the temple doing service, I serve the devotees, I serve the Lord, I've been chanting for so many years, I do everything that I'm supposed to do, and still Krishna has not come before me. Well, Krishna is the supreme. Krishna can do anything he wants, right? We are just these servants. We have to imbibe that mood of humility and humble and... When we chant, cry out to the Lord, and one day, hopefully by His mercy, okay, that He will reveal Himself to us. But we just have to be patient. And Prabhupada says, do not give up, do not become discouraged, okay, if we do not see Him. And Prabhupada says that we, he, that we should just continue doing devotional service very faithfully, okay, and rigidly. Then in this life, he says, we will be able to see Krishna face-to-face. Papa says, that is a fact. Okay, he said, the the quote he says is, my request is that you continue your devotional service very faithfully and rigidly. Then in this life, you will be able to see Krishna face-to-face. That is a fact. It's a letter he wrote to one of his disciples. Okay. And we know when Srila Prabhupada says something that it's going to Prabhupada... We have faith in Srila Prabhupada and his words. Okay? We know that Prabhupada had a direct connection to Krishna. So we have faith in Srila Prabhupada in his words. If Prabhupada says something, I believe that if Srila Prabhupada says something and says something, I accept it as the truth. And I know Srila Prabhupada has promised us what will happen, and how we should serve Krishna, and how we should wait patiently, so I have faith in Srila Prabhupada's words. Talking about faith, and Prabhupada says over here, we must have firm faith that because we engage in Krishna consciousness, we will see Krishna face to face. The time will come when we will see Krishna. There is no doubt about this. This is teaching from Queen Kunti. And Queen Kunti, she always Right? She had firm faith in Krishna She always saw Krishna Always And For us to see Krishna it Depends on Krishna's mercy okay? It just doesn't come like that Krishna has to be Merciful to us It's all the Lord's mercy okay? It's not our mercy Or not someone else's mercy But it's Krishna's mercy If he chooses to come before us It's his mercy on us Okay But the most important thing to see Krishna is eagerness or enthusiasm. This is the main factor in seeing Krishna. Okay? We do even think like, with my own eyes, I want to see Radha. I want to see Krishna. Do we ever feel, I don't know how or when, but I must. Okay? I must get the darshan of Radha Krishna, the divine couple. Without it, I cannot live. Okay, do we feel like that? Do we think like that? Do we ever pray, Krishna? Please show yourself to me, please. I beg you, while crying profusely. Okay, otherwise, how can I live longer? Do we pray like that? I, I, I. For I can only speak for myself, and I have to say I don't pray like that. And this is a lesson, even for me. Okay. I chant, but there's a certain way we have to chant, okay? And maybe some of, we have to also start saying praise to the Lord. Praying to the Lord is very, very important. <clears throat> so maybe we should incorporate some of these prayers into our life, seeing Krishna, okay? We can learn from these great personalities in Srimad Bhagavatam, how they prayed. We can learn some of their prayers, okay? Because they pray is definitely petitioned the Lord and the Lord came to them. So we have to pray with that. How can I live longer? How can I exist in this world without the darshan of the Lord? Okay. Ever pushing anxiety, exasperation, desperation, hope against hope, and enthusiastic endeavors in bhakti, in our bhajan. This means eagerness. Eagerness to see the Lord, okay? Uh, eagerness is actually the main factor to attain the darshan of Sri Krishna, okay? Uh, because eagerness is very, very important. It goes along with enthusiasm. There was, I, I'm i not sure if I told a story in this class the last time or i I got I get confused sometimes because I also give with devotees in Bali. Um, I talked about Krishna and the thief. Did I tell the story over here about Krishna and the thief the last time? Devotees do you remember? Mother you can always repeat, it's like a nice Okay, okay. Krishna and the thief, right? Srila awesome. Prabhupada tells us one story that uh, one day a thief heard a lecture describing a boy named Krishna who wanders in the forest of Vrindavan. And, and, and uh, the, in the story, the storyteller is telling about this boy who is very beautiful and who has wonderful gold and jeweled ornaments. And the thief is thinking, why not go to Vrindavan? and and plunder this boy or steal from this boy. And then Srila Prabhupada comments that the thief was always thinking and feeling, I must find that boy. I must see Krishna. I must see Krishna. Okay? So this boy only, he wanted to see Krishna only because he wanted the jewels of Krishna. Okay? So he went to Vrindavan and that anxiety, because his anxiety was, And that eagerness, I must meet this Krishna. His anxiety was that he wanted to get the jewels, right? And his eagerness, he wanted to get the jewels because he was a thief. That's what he wanted. But because he was so eager and so much in anxiety about seeing the Lord just because he had other desires, that it it made it possible for him to actually see Krishna in Vrindavan. Okay? Because he came... So he went to Vrindavan, and when he got to Vrindavan, uh, he, he was asking everybody, where is this Krishna, okay, and I, I have to find this Krishna, so then I will become a millionaire, I must, must find this boy and I will become a millionaire. So then he goes to Vrindavan. So he does. Krishna comes before him. He sees Krishna, and Krishna comes in the same way as the Bhagavatam reader had described. Okay, and so then the thief, when he sees Krishna, he says, "Oh, you are such a nice boy, Krishna." He begins to flatter Krishna. Okay, he thought by flattering Krishna, he would easily take all the jewels from Krishna. Then he proposed his real business and said, "May I take some of your ornaments?" You are so rich. And Krishna says, oh, no, 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 no. My mother will be very angry. I cannot give them away. Krishna was playing just like a child, right? So they still, they conversed some more. So the thief was becoming more and more eager for Krishna to give him the jewels, right? Just by Krishna's association. He was becoming, just by having been there in front of Krishna and talking with Krishna, he was becoming purified. The thief was becoming purified. Okay? And as we were talking, Krishna could understand, of course Krishna can understand all our desires, anything right from the beginning, that the thief was becoming purified. Okay? So once Krishna saw that the thief was becoming purified, in his consciousness, he said to the thief, all right, you can take my jewels. And the thief became a devotee immediately. Okay, because by Krishna's association, he had been completely purified. So he somehow he said somehow he came in contact with Krishna and he became purified. As he was talking, remember his only desire was to get Krishna's uh, jewelry. Okay, he wanted um, Krishna's jewels, but because he spent that time with Krishna, uh, he just he came he became a devotee and he did not take the jewels and he said to Krishna, I'm actually, I'm just really satisfied I've got your darshan and I've seen your face today. So he was happy. And just like that with Dhruva Maharaj and Daksha too. Okay? They had other desires but when the Lord came before them, everything was completely purified, completely satisfied. Just like that also with the peace. Okay? Another, another um, the gopis are also another example of great eagerness to see Krishna. Okay? The gopis, they come to Krishna, they're captivated by his beautiful features. <clears throat> they are young girls, right? And Krishna is so handsome. So they come to Krishna because of their intense desire to serve the Lord and to see the Lord all the time. Okay, Always, they always eager to serve the Lord, no matter what happens, they will even if it means going to an hellish planet they are eager to serve the lord and to see him okay so there's no comparison to the gopis devotion because they love krishna with their heart and soul but that is the qualification we have to be love krishna with our heart and soul and be eager to see him just we can follow in the footsteps of the gopis okay the gopis they love krishna so much that they didn't care for family or reputation when they went out in the dead of night Krishna's flute was sounding and they were captivated by this beautiful sound of Krishna's flute and they just they were fleeing their homes they didn't worry about their fathers their brothers their husbands okay they they and their husbands also where are you going where are you going in this dead of night but the gopis didn't care They neglected everything. The only thought was, we must go to Krishna. Okay? And that's how we should be thinking also. <clears throat> our thoughts, our prayers, eventually must be like that. We have to be, we have to go to Krishna. We have to surrender to Krishna. This eagerness is very, is required. Okay, We must be very, very eager to see Krishna. So... If we, if we have this desire, I must see Krishna, then Krishna will be seen. But we must desire to only see Krishna, okay? And that's how we should be chanting in our prayers. Krishna, remember Krishna always stands in a 3 curved way with his food.? okay? This is Krishna's tribanga form, bending in three places. One gopi one set to the other, that's such a beautiful form of Krishna, I have a picture in my house, and it's Mulida Krishna with his banga form. It's an old picture, <clears throat> and it's such a beautiful picture. And one gopi once said to the other, if one thinks that one can enjoy life more in this material world, then do not go to see Krishna. Do not go there. Because the idea is that if you once see Krishna, then you'll forget all this nonsical materialistic enjoyment. That is seeing Krishna, right? Just like when Dhruva marched, he saw Krishna, he said, my dear Lord, I don't want anything else. He went to see Krishna to get a kingdom of his father or something greater than his father. But when he saw Krishna, okay, Krishna offered him, Krishna said, now whatever benediction you want, I will give you. Remember, Dhruva was only a little boy. But Dhruva said, my dear Lord, I no longer have any desire. So that's what it means, okay? We might have some desires in our heart now, but when Krishna decides out of his mercy to reveal himself to us, and we, all those desires and everything else vanishes from our heart, that is seeing Krishna. So if we are eager to see Krishna, regardless of whatever motive we have, somehow due to our eagerness, we will see Krishna. Okay. Look at the thief. He had some other desire, but Krishna revealed himself to him. Okay, look at Dhruva Maharaj also. That is the only qualification that the Goswami advises. Okay. If Krishna consciousness is available, please purchase it immediately. Don't delay. It is a very nice thing. So, eagerness is so important. We, we, we can see that. Look at that, okay? With these stories. It's just eagerness. You have to be eager. Look at the gopis, okay? They were eager to always be in the association of Krishna. Krishna consciousness is available, okay? Where can we get this Krishna consciousness from? From this movement. We are so fortunate to be in Srila Prabhupada's movement. But what is the price? Okay? What is the price to be in this movement? It's simply our eagerness. Okay? It's mm-hmm. api apimulyam ekalam. Our eagerness. Just our eagerness. That is the price. We have to pay this price. Then we can get Krishna. Immediately. Okay? Krishna is not poor. And Krishna, Krishna is the seller, right? Is Krishna devotees are not poor either. So, Krishna devotee, if we, our Srila Prabhupada and our gurus, okay, they can distribute Krishna freely. And they are doing that. And we simply have to purchase him by our eagerness. Okay? So, this is the nature of the material world. Krishna is present everywhere. But the non-devotees cannot see him because he's hidden by the curtain of yoga maya. Okay? So many so-called intelligent scientists will study this material world, and although Krishna is right there in front of them, they will not be able to see Krishna. We can also see so many people will write books, on uh, the philosophy of Bhagavad Gita or Srimad Bhagavatam, but if they are not devotees, they are completely covered up and they cannot give us the essence in their writing. But for, Krish, for the devotees, this yoga maya is lifted and Krishna becomes very visible to them, right? For devotees, Krishna becomes visible. <clears throat> so we can see Krishna. We simply have to become devotees of Krishna. Okay? And then Krishna will lift this yoga maya and we will be able to see him. But the non-devotees, they cannot. Okay? And that's why we follow the discipline succession. succession okay? We follow our gurus, uh, because they can reveal Krishna to us. They are seeing Krishna, right? Srila Prabhupada is seeing Krishna, and if we hold on to Srila Prabhupada's lotus feet, then Prabhupada will reveal Krishna to us, okay? Being a devotee means that if we want to serve Krishna, to love Krishna, and to see Krishna face to face, just like Gopakamara did in uh, in uh Bhagavatamrita, Right? So that is what it is. We have to be so desperate. Like he went all over the universe looking for Radha Krishna, okay, to see the face of Madan Gopal. That's what he did. So we always, we have to be, we can't go all over the universe. We, we are here. We can chant, okay. Well, how can we do that? With our chanting, okay. We can sincerely chant and now chanting is a prayer, that's when we chant, we are praying, we are petitioning the Lord. Okay, Our mind shouldn't be thinking of, I have this to do today, I have that to do. Oh, I wonder what I should make for breakfast. No, we should just be single-mindedly praying to the Lord, intensely chanting, okay, that I want to see the Lord. I must see the Lord face-to-face one day. Just like Kul- Gopa Kamala did, okay? He was so eager. So eager to see the Lord. And just like the thief that Srila Prabhupada described, we must always think and feel I must find that boy. I must see Krishna. I must see Krishna. Okay? This type of divine transcendental anxiety and eagerness will definitely bring us the greatest treasure of seeing Krishna in Vrindavan Dham. One day, okay, one day we will also get this. Uh, and we will be fortunate like these devotees. We can only hope and pray sincerely that one day we'll be given the darshan of Krishna also. And if we hold on to the lotus feet of Sri Prabhupada, that is sure to happen because we have to have faith. And the most important thing is eagerness, right? In everything we do in our sadhana, we have to be so eager and enthusiastic. That is the qualification. So I'm going to end of the year, Prabhu and if we have any questions or comments please um let's open it up for that i would also like to if you have any comments and you have any ideas you'd like to contribute that'd be wonderful hari krishna such a beautiful class, Mataji. And, um, the highlight of the class was Krishna is everywhere, but everyone cannot see him because he covered for other people's yoga potency. You explained so nicely with the story of Krishna, Mataji. Hare Krishna. Thank you for coming after a long time and welcome back, Mataji. Hare Krishna. Thank you. Thank you.
0: Thank you Maharaji, for wonderful and excellent class. Keeping engaging everyone. Thank you, Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna, Mataji, madhagaf pranam to you. Shri ki jai, Guru Maharaj ki jai. Yeah, I agree, wonderful to hear you, Mataji, in the morning today. Mm-hmm. And after a long time, I actually have forgotten, <laughs> forgotten your class, uh, classes you gave earlier. And I was saying I, I wanted to hear Mataji's realization because our memory is so short-lived that uh, I was very eager and, and, and any and just it was more than I expected, very Nectarian class. So, Mataji, one question is there that definitely... Uh, you know, the desire is there, we will see Krishna mm-hmm. and in, in any way, in so many ways we are seeing Krishna. We are chanting the holy name, we right. go to the temple, see the deities and all that, everything is fine. Right. So, Mataji, there are some people like, you know, atheistic people who don't believe in God. Mm-hmm. So, does go like this, that uh, they have no interest in seeing Krishna or anything like that. So many people in our family and friend circles. Mm-hmm. So, like, uh, sometimes I heard that, uh, I just wanted to know a little bit of this aspect, that when a uh, person actually uh, leaves the body, anyway anyhow, he will see, I mean, he will come across the Yamadutas, right? But will he see Krishna that time? Will he see Krishna
1: who, the non-devotees?
0: Yes, like non-devotee, I mean, you know, it's like, uh, I at one time heard like, you know, the story of Prahlad Maharaj. Right. That, uh, you know, Haridakash, like you, you will meet, uh, like, Lord Krishna in the form of Harina Kashyapu, Anyway, you will meet, you can deny in this life there's no God, who's seen the next life and all those you know negative uh, right. connotations people have in their mind. So, but uh, like after death, say there's a devotee and a non-devotee, right? Mm-hmm. So, uh, non-devotee goes in the hands of Yamaraj and goes through this right. uh, whole process we, we just read in Canto 5. Right. Right. But uh, what is the situation as such in the topic of... Uh, seeing Krishna after death? we get a chance or we just go into another body or definitely
1: we can go back to Godhead also? Well, you, well, you have to definitely... If you don't have any mercy of the Lord, mercy of uh, the devotees, then you definitely have to go through Yamaraj. And you'll have to... So if you're a non-devotee and you don't accept Krishna... And then you have to... Prabhupada says, it's the Yamadutas will come for them, right? And will take you back to Yamaraj and then you have to come before Yamaraj and he will give you the punishment and then you probably have to go through the cycle of birth, get disease and old age again till you you get fortunate and get this human birth again. Okay, it's only in the human birth we can realize Krishna. But now, we might... uh, so for some of us, more, all of us, we are devotees, okay? So we know that we will go, Vishnu Dutas will come for us, and Prabhupada promises that he will be there, okay? He will be there for us. Our Guru will be there, and uh, we just have to sincerely just surrender to Krishna, okay? Our destiny will change just with surrendering to Krishna completely, and then we go to Krishna. But now, Also, Prabhupada says for our family members, okay, they might not be devotees. We might not think they're devotees, but we saw with Pahlad Maharaj. Prabhupada, and I was just reading this the other day in a conversation Srila Prabhupada was having. There was a devotee, and he was talking about his father. His father was sick, and he was getting ready to leave his body. And so Prabhupada said, oh, don't worry. Your your father will be okay. He will... uh, he will actually attain a bit of birth or go to a wonderful destination or even, you know, uh, he could definitely proper promises that our uh, family members on both sides, okay, both generations, I think Prabhupada says 16 or 18 generations on both sides of our family are liberated, okay? And he said, he said, uh, so he was comforting the devotee that his father will be okay. Don't worry; he's not going to go to any hellish planet. And Srila Prabhupada also uh, said that to Prahlad Maharaj, right when he killed Hirani Kashipur, and he promised because Prahlad Maharaj was he was uh, he he didn't want his family to suffer. He, of course, he was a devotee, and he was compassionate for everyone. So Shri uh Krishna. Hirani Kashiku said, I mean not Hirani Kashiku, Lord Nishingabe said that your family members, uh, I think it was 18 generations on both sides, will be delivered. Can you imagine that, okay? So just by us being devotees, we, you might not think, okay, we might not think our family members, oh, some of them are not devotees, I wish they could be, but just by us being wonderful, sincere devotees, And dedicated to Sri Krishna's lotus feet, we can help deliver our families, and help them to get out of the cycle of birth, disease, and old age. How wonderful is that? Can you imagine? That is so wonderful. Just by one person becoming a devotee, we can help deliver the rest of our family.
0: Yeah, Mataji, thank you so much. That's wonderful, and you know that encourages us more to take this process more seriously because of then, of course, yeah, yeah, because then it's like not that there's no, uh, it's like uh, you know uh, it's it's kind of self-based. There's no competition going on here with anyone, you know. We right. do our do it nicely directly to our Guru Parampara and Krishna.
1: Exactly. Yeah, yeah. We we well, then, do it for Krishna. We shouldn't be thinking. We shouldn't be competing. Our a competitiveness should just we should be competing if we compete we should just be competing to, to see the Lord we should actually be so eager to see the Lord we shouldn't be thinking about someone else's sadhana we should just be worrying about our own sadhana and our own bhajan you know
0: yes Martha so thank you so much like you know you make, made my answer very positive
1: by, uh, of course, this, we shouldn't. One other, I, I, what I meant to say is that when I said we shouldn't be worrying about someone else's heart, if we see someone struggling, we can encourage them in a positive way. But we shouldn't be gossiping about that person, you know, in a negative way and making it uh, making a negative situation for that person. But we should be, you know, helping the person in a positive way. So we should help each other on this path of bhakti in a positive way. And if someone is struggling, we shouldn't be negative and gossiping about it, but we should be, you know, we we carry each other on this path, right? We help each other on this path.
0: Yeah, in the rational way, they say, be compassionate. Right. You don't know, have compassion for people who are not following the regulatory principles. Exactly. And you know, NP person, person who's gossiping is like talk about Krishna. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, there's always the, something in in Krishna consciousness we can add and say, okay, you can do this, you can do that. And like you said, that uh, we benefit. Uh, I feel we also benefit in the present life. Also, there are sometimes uh, you know devotees. I had heard one story of one uh, one uh, this Vrindavan Prabhu or Vrindanath. I don't know, not Vrindanath, Vrindha, uh He's uh, from Juhu, very senior uh, disciple of Radhanath Maharaj and I remember he was chanting and his father says, you keep on chanting, chanting, you know, uh-huh. so while chanting, while chanting he got a realization that, uh, you know, his father was too much into shares and all, so he says, uh-huh. don't uh, put your money, he was chanting and he came to his father and he said, do not put money in this because within a few days, this day will, your money will go down the drain, uh-huh. so something like that, so father said, okay, I'll listen to you, but you know, you're always chanting, uh-huh. you have have nothing to do with the world. He was very critical of him, so you know, like he never, he just didn't bother about him. There are sometimes, you know, people like that in the family. They will be like, uh, because they are themselves not chanting. They will just say negative to you and all. Right. So then, um, what happened is like the share market actually dropped, and the father was shocked. Uh, <laughs> he came to him and said, "Oh, keep on chanting, keep on chanting." You know, <laughs> so I was it reminded me of the story that even during the uh, our present life also which we know because, you know, we are living, right. by doing good chanting, we can presently also help. And seventh generation, of course, that's an added benefit. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that, Mataji. So we have to recollect this uh, story of, uh, you know, how, uh, like sometimes they say we have very important thoughts d- during chanting. So after the round finishes, we can pen it down, you know.
1: Uh, right,
0: right. Not during, but after. Like uh, during, there are so many rules now. Don't touch the phone. Don't do this. And I think one one Prabhuji was mentioning that actually you sit like you know people go to job and they sit holding in the cubicle right. So we should sit in the cubicle and then chant right. Yes, there's nothing there, just three three walls in front of us, so that right. we can nicely, like you said at the beginning of your class, concentrate on chanting you know, on Krishna, like we right. chanting right. Uh,
1: yeah, thank and you, Master like, uh, Sachi Nandan Maharaj. Just you know, he does uh, a lot of workshops on chanting. He just did one in New Van I don't know if some of the devotees went from the sangha, but yeah, mm. he does uh, how to chant and different prayers for chanting. So mm. yeah, it's I've attended one of his uh, one of his workshops. It's beautiful. So you can also go online, and he has different ways, different prayers. You can go to his site. Yeah. And he always talks about, yes, how we should sit properly, just get ready for chanting, meditate on the Lord. Yeah, definitely we shouldn't be touching our phones. <laughs> and I
0: recently heard that, you know, when we talk about the Bhagavad Gita also says that you sit straight, look like. in the middle, of the, uh, just on the tip of the nose. But what happens is it's hard to look on the tip of the nose, especially when you're wearing specs. Oh, yeah. It's very hard. Even you close one eye and then look at the tip. But then you can look at the frame of this uh, of the glasses. Yeah. <laughs> you cannot. So he then he was uh, one another devotee was mentioning that you know you have to sit up upright straight with your spine straight, and I've noticed that that when I sit up straight and chant, I don't feel sleepy. Yeah, because but you can. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So posture is very very important. Like posture that to is sit
1: very up. important. Yes.
0: So we can and pick all these things up. Although you know this, you can chant anywhere, everywhere. Right. Uh, while you know sitting in a lazy chair anywhere, but uh, it's uh, uh, anywhere we can concentrate uh, nicely on Krishna. Yeah,
1: and Mar- yeah, I know Marge also uh, at the Jaffa workshops. He was uh, you can cover one year. You know, if you cover one year as you are chanting, if you put your hand over, it, you can like it. You can only hear the chanting of the holy name. You know, and it echoes. Yeah. So there's a different technique of just bringing your mind back to Krishna.
0: You know. Yes, because when we close, even if we kind of close the ear a little bit, then internally we can hear more than outside. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's nice. I'm going to see some of his videos on that. I remember going to Sadhu Sangha, which is now coming up. Very I'm exciting. Go- you going? I'm going to Sadhu Sangha. This yes, year I'm not going, Mataji. There's some situation, you know, because my uh, mother is healed. And, uh, like, and she's can't leave her alone and uh, so she's with me and but I've been twice Mataji before and uh-huh. I remember Maharaj would sing and uh, they're so nice on the stage and this was in North Carolina. You okay. know, the Blue Mountain, beautiful, there was really nice. Yeah, I know. It was beautiful, very scenic and, and then he would talk something about chanting and then again he would uh, sing. Right. He was also that time, uh, you know, giving so many discourses and, and I know a lot of Guru Maharajas are coming this time.
1: Yes, so, a lot, yeah. It's going to be wonderful. Very nice.
0: And I think they didn't have it during COVID time, Mataji, or is it like after a break they're having now?
1: Yeah, during COVID time they didn't no. have it, but they had it last year in Utah. Oh, okay, they still had it last year, okay. That was the first year after COVID they had it. okay. Yes. So now this is a, yeah.
0: guess, but now I believe there are a lot of people going because... Uh,
1: yeah, uh, it's... A, a little
0: off COVID. <laughs> we're a little bit off COVID
1: now. Yeah, a lot of people are going. Ma, I, I heard because, um, yeah, it's going to be in Texas and <laughs> they said they got, they're getting almost 3,000 devotees coming. Oh, Aribu. We are also
0: coming, Mataji.
1: Oh, good. Yeah, we're leaving too. We leave on Thursday to go. We come back Monday night. Oh, We're leaving tomorrow. And Gauravani Prabhu will be there, right, Mataji? Yeah, Gauravani is singing. He has two, uh, two days. He's closing it. If you look, you look at the schedule, Gauravani's time slot is at the end of the days. Yeah.
0: Nice,
1: nice. So we will yeah. see you there. Hare Krishna.
0: Yeah, it will be wonderful. It is really, uh, for all the devotees on the call, it's really worth going at least once to see.
1: Uh, oh, you know, to just wonderful. get the idea.
0: So many devotees are there. It's, a, it's mesmerizing. It really, you lose track of the material world.
1: Yeah. You're completely in a real location, you know. (laughs) It's amazing. It's powerful to be in a room full of devotees chanting together. Yes. It's very powerful. Very, very powerful. Yes,
0: Mataji. Thank you so much for your class and your association. Thank you,
1: dear devotees, for your association.